Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you're very welcome. You can check the playlists on the Master's Voice if you're a new subscriber or if you're looking to get deeper into any one theme. The reason that I have playlists on this channel is so that if you're new and you come here or you're just looking to go over particular information that is very important as pertains to how God is going to deal with nations in the end times and how God is going to deal with the United States in particular in the end times, then the playlists are very helpful. I have the Russia and China playlist that will make it very clear what God has said concerning using Russia and China as his end times weapons of indignation. This means that he has singled them out to use them as weapons of judgment against the United States for her sin. I have the sin series where people from every walk of life, all nations can watch that series and listen to what God says about the particular types of sin that we have on earth today. Some of them, everybody agrees are sin, but some things people think are just small personal habits and that they don't affect your Christian life. Well, God takes a very dim view of all forms of sin. And if you go through the sin series, listening to the various things that cause the Holy Spirit to depart from you and that attract the anger of God to you because you are defiling yourself and in many cases defiling others and where sin is pervasive, defiling the actual country where you live, then it will be having a bright spotlight shown on your life to let you know, to come away and separate from things that kill spirituality in us and make us dark and defiled in the eyes of God. There is the America playlist where God lists particular sins that America is the driver of, sins that America is known for, such as trying to export her man is not a woman and woman is not a man theme to everywhere else in the world. A man is not what God says he is, and a woman is not what God says he is. According to the United States, there's no longer two sexes, male and female. They've now invented up to 32 here and counting in New York City alone, including a two-spirit, not sure what that is, or different things, he, she's, and different kinds of things that we are being compelled to use in everyday parlance as a way of giving um, agreement to this mindset, but God has a very dim view of this also. So in the America series, you will hear things that America is well known for, such as exporting homosexuality and exporting different forms of perver perversion and permissiveness that has helped her to fulfill her role of mystery Babylon in the end times as the golden cup that has fornications in it that has defiled all the nations. So in that, the Lord goes over those things there is the supernatural playlist. If you are new to this channel and you only came here for Donald Trump prophecies, may I point you to the supernatural playlist. No matter where you are from, the supernatural playlist, the one with fallen angels and also the one with, with aliens, those playlists are actually coming closer to us than we think. People writing in and sharing that they are seeing the Aurora Borealis all over the world. And yet the prophecy that I received from the Lord concerning that was all the way in June of 2019. And this is just the written prophecy. Prior to that, I shared on my community page that the Lord had been warning me, I think since 2015 or 2016, Celestial, you are going to see 
dramatic sunsets. You are going to see vivid reds and golds. You are also going to see indigo and something like blood red across the sky, blood red sunsets. And when you see these things increasing in the earth, take heed to yourself. Don't be outside when you see these things because these are indicative of the changing times, the coming of the fallen among men. And so I shared on my community page just yesterday, um, it came to my heart and I shared it because someone had given me some very excellent firsthand images that she took in the south of France of some extremely sus clouds sitting so low, clouds shaped like a donut, clouds shaped like a suction pump and not moving with air, just fixed and sitting low over the landscape jet black and red clouds. And yet underneath that, if you go to my community page and look in those images, you will actually see um, that the sky is sitting there with a totally different color. And then this black one is sitting on top. And so the Lord was warning me as far back as then. And I warned, I brought the prophecy out in 2019. It's called Desolations Are Determined, Strange Fire. And I will link that in the description box below. And then in August of 2022, we started to get an explosion of seeing the Aurora everywhere else. And I went back to those old messages and I was warning on the community page, do not go and join the viewing parties of people that will gather outside and will make a date of it to look at Aurora and look at this and look at that. Because the Lord saying that, is saying that we should not be enraptured of these things. Strange signs in the heavens is to Christians, this is not signaling a good time to us. It is signaling, yes, the return of our Lord, but it is also signaling a time when evil is going to very brazenly come into this world. And it's not going to be nice for those who don't have understanding and don't know that these things are harmful. God has been talking about the fallen. God has been talking about giants. God has been talking about all these little creatures that were previously thought to be mythology, that they are not mythology, that they are going to be, like it or not, our end time companions on this ship that is sailing its way to a final judgment and a final appointment with the Lord Jesus Christ. So use the playlists. They are helpful. They streamline information and you can learn a lot that you did not know. I'm continuing with prophecies that I received in one day. I got three prophecies from the Lord in one day, and this was in December 2020. Um, they are all based on the Great Reset, but interestingly enough, they are showing different aspects of the Great Reset. And so I already made the prophecy Davos. That one is not named the Great Re Reset. The Lord simply named it Davos, and it was pointing at this exclusive elitist conference that they have in Switzerland every year where they basically sit together in their little crowds of few and they make decisions that are supposed to impact the entire world and then bring the decisions out as if everyone had buy-in and everyone has agreed and then these things are going to be implemented at levels above our head in a way to greatly alter our daily lives. But this aspect here, this prophecy is called the Great Reset vortex and i received this on december 22 2020 and it was the first of three and so it was dreams they were all dreams and so i will go into this first one a vortex is 
let me just show you the picture that I found. I hope you can see it. It's kind of, it's traditionally referred to as some kind of amorphous, shapeless, very vast, swirling galaxy. And that is what I saw coming to earth in my dream. So the scripture is this, 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 and 10. The coming of the lawless one will be accompanied by the working of Satan with every kind of power, sign, and false wonder, and with every wicked deception directed against those who are perishing, because they loved, they refused the love of the truth that would have saved them. And I have opened the scripture many times, but I don't mind doing it again. When it says the coming of the lawless one, it is definitely talking about Satan's end time representative, the one that we call Antichrist, the man of sin, the man of perdition, says that the coming of this man is not going to be without its markers. So when he is ready to stand up in the earth, it will not be as if we are totally lost and confused as to the times. It says that his coming will be accompanied by, which means it is not only the exact day that he stands up like Jesus stood up in the temple and started to read from the book of Isaiah as a way of introducing himself as Messiah. This man will also stand up and the times will let us know that he is near. It says the working of Satan will be his accompaniment. So if he's the main song, the working of Satan is going to be all the flutes and the lyres and the low guitars and the cello notes that introduce him onto the stage. And with it will come every kind of power, every kind of sign, every kind of false wonder. So right here, God is laying out that there will be an increase in wonderful acts before our eyes. Now, the thing is that in the end times, God is going to have his people also performing wonderful acts, doing great and amazing things in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, false power, false signs, and false wonders are also going to increase. And this is why I have always said, if you are working on nothing in these last days, work on your discernment. Discernment is your job. Discernment in the future is not just going to be your bread and butter. Discernment is actually going to be the single most important factor that decides if you will live a long time or not. This is not just, we are going to move past the, can you tell what a false prophet is or not? So in the old videos, I used to say, don't send me things to watch and then ask me if the person is false or not. That is your job. It is your job to go and pray until you, you can sense in you that the message you're hearing doesn't line up with the word of God or the message you're hearing actually is supported by the word of God. But if you are not able to distinguish between men simply preaching sugar sermons today that will rot your spiritual teeth and cause you to be all gums in the day, that the spiritual food we are going to be served is only steak. The milk and the bread level of Christianity, the milk and the bread level of spiritual things is going to go away. We are going to enter a time where the test will be, which is the poisoned chalice? Which cup holds death? And if you cannot tell, it is going to be a horrible ending for you and whichever small people are depending on you to have discernment. 
So don't send me things and think I'm going to actually use the time to watch this person and write you back. Oh no, he seems pretty good to me. It's your job. You are developing discernment for yourself, whether you're a single person, married person, family, or just, you know, whatever you are, it's your job to, to cry out to God and say, God, I can't tell. I'm actually worried because every time she talks about it, I feel convicted because she's talking about me because I can't tell who's telling the truth. It's not an indictment. James chapter one, and I think it's verse five. It says that you should ask God for wisdom because God gives liberally. That means he will literally pour it out on you if you keep praying and keep yourself in a humble position to say, God, I'm, I'm really trusting you to tell me what's safe to watch, what's safe to read. It's not going to be anyone else. You, you may not always have anyone else there to help you make these decisions. And the work of discernment is the Holy Spirit increasing in you. And discernment is not just you looking and going, oh no, you know, I'm pretty good with those things. That seems off to me. Because this is America's standard of discernment. And it is, it is tragic, but it is also amusing. The way that people are so confident in the wrong things, something felt off to me. You're listening to ironclad, hardcore truth, but because your flesh doesn't like it, your flesh doesn't like the delivery, then you'll say, oh no, something is off there. Imagine, this is Jesus all over again in the book of Matthew talking about the eye that is light and dark. An eye that is dark cannot perceive anything because of the darkness in the person. And yet the person confidently de declares that it is light, I see, and you are blinded. And then you think that discernment works through emotion or feeling, or I sense that something was off. Discernment is the work of the spirit of God in us. And he increases through prayer, fasting, and primarily obedience. When something is before you and you don't know what it is, there's a choice before you and you're thinking, do I do it or do I not do it? Sometimes your discernment will have to learn through nothing but experience. You will do it and then there will be a repercussion and then you will know, okay, I chose wrongly. But then sometimes you will choose rightly and then you will know this is the way of life. This is the way of truth. The next time this decision comes around, I will learn. This is how children learn to stay away from barking dogs and fire. Sometimes a child will suffer an injury that will inform it. We don't touch these things, especially since mom and dad said not to touch them. Obedience is one of the greatest ways to sharpen your discernment. When God gives you an instruction, get busy doing it. Don't sit there and try to say, well, this doesn't make sense to me right now. And I'm just trying to put it together. And when the pieces make sense, that's you're operating in disobedience right there. And many times God will give an instruction that people will sense upon their spirits. He will be as clear as salt. They will fail to do it. And then after two weeks of disobedience, we'll then come back to the place of prayer and say, God, was it really you? Can you talk to me again? Are you not trying to, to take advantage of the grace of God? And because he's so merciful, he does talk to us again. But then some people will still not move into action on that because people in this generation love to abuse grace Discernment is a work of spiritual sharpening, reading your Bible, prayer, fasting, reading your Bible, prayer, fasting. People hate, and when I say hate, I am not meaning love or take casually. I mean despise the disciplines that cause faith to grow. They 
hate to sit down with this Bible because the Bible is so requiring of time and energy. And it's so much more fun to go watch a video and then just say, you know, I was having that same thing in my prayer, in my prayer closet. Affirmation is sought more than the disciplines that make you a sharpened warrior in the faith. And this is where the older people who have read this book 15 times through are at such an advantage. The only disadvantage inside their advantage is if they were taught by liars. Then they've read the book, but unfortunately they've read it sideways instead of right way up. They have the information available, but it has not been triggered. It has not been ignited because they did not hear the true understanding of what is in there. So they're at an advantage. They have all the keystrokes inside them. All the information is laid out. As soon as a match is struck and put to their candle, they're like, oh my goodness, I've heard this a ton of times, but I never heard it like that. Understanding comes, wisdom comes. God doesn't upbraid us, James says in chapter one. He doesn't, he doesn't judge us if we don't know. But then if we think we know, then the eye is dark. And if you think you know, you would never want to ask him for wisdom. It is necessary when these creatures come to the door, you will not be able to email anyone and say, is this my brother or not? They're the same size, same height. He's wearing all my brother's clothes and his voice voice is ringing all the harmonics of love for my brother in his heart. Same, the blue and the blue, identical. The only thing that will bless you is this phrase, and yet. And yet, that is the discernment. Same height, same weight, same voice, same look, eye color, skin tone, everything is perfect and yet. Go with the and yet. The and yet is discernment. The and yet is telling you that is nephile Nephilim. That is not your brother. That is a mimic, a con, a copycat. Do not open that door. And that voice could be as small as anything. I shared in an old video how I had a really long day. And then I went out of my borrow to another borrow. And then I was curious and ended up wandering around and one thing after another. And before you know, it was dark and I was so hungry, tired, carrying computer and everything else, plus some extra shopping. And I was so tired and I saw some nice hot food and I thought me and this food were going to interact today. I bought the food and there was a chair sitting there, a homeless person's chair, but the homeless person wasn't there. They weren't using it. I sat on the chair and I started to eat the food. And the Holy Spirit said to me, Celestial, get up and leave this place. And the train is three blocks away, but I've already started to interact with that food. And I said that even the most obedient people can come to a place where they lag in obedience And I was thinking, yes, Lord, just a few more bites. I will, I will. Celestial, get up and leave this place. And there were a bunch of young people that were getting ready to jam the Friday. It was Friday night, 7 p.m. or so, 7.30, but winter and getting dark fast. They were coming to the meeting spot. Hey, what's up? Hey, hugging each other, just normal young people things. And the Holy Spirit is telling me, Celestial, get up and leave this place. And I'm like, yes, God, just a few more bites, please. 
And then I noticed that the, this crowd is getting bigger, it's getting more unruly, and now the young men in the crowd just begin to, you know, you know when they're restless, you know when young people are restless, they sometimes can give off this aggressive vibe, whether they mean to or not, but it was definitely the action of demonic activity in the midst of these children whereby they are thinking, we're gonna start this night, we're gonna hang out, and it's gonna be a great night. No, company was coming with them. Why? Because of their habits in the first place, the things that they tolerate in their own lives, the things that they do, the sin that they carry, that they've never repented of. They say birds of a feather like to flock together. No one fulfills that saying like demons. Demons love other demons, and that's why there was legion in that man, in the Gadarenes. So this restless vibe, comes off the young men and then they're just moving closer to me and closer to me and I'm there with that food and the Holy Spirit says, get up and leave now. And I'm still sitting there just because I'm tired. And I just see a vision of my face with my nose punched by one of these children for no reason. Because demons don't need a reason to engage. And this is Christians, oh no, but I'm covered by, you can be covered by the blood and they will add your extra blood to you because they strike, they harm. I just saw my own face with a smashed nose with blood sheeting down and I understood. This is where this delay in obedience is heading to a broken face and a lot of pain and an emergency room visit that you don't need. So I gathered my stuff and I started trudging down to where the train was. Now, if someone is not operating and being able to see what the next five minutes is bringing, then what's going to keep you safe? It's the ability to discern. It's the ability to know what is what. And it gets better the more you practice it, not by saying you have it, but by actually asking the owner of it, the Holy Spirit, to give it to you. And that is just by the Spirit of the Lord. And so this, pro this prophecy is called The Great Reset, Vortex, December 22, 2020. We're talking about the false wonders, the false powers, and the signs that are coming, and how those who love power signs and false wonders are going to be in a pickle and a fix, because God will be doing similar works as the devil will be doing, and you will need discernment to be able to tell the difference. And he says that the coming of the lawless one Satan's workings is coming with him. Every wicked deception is coming and it is going to be directed against who? Those who are perishing. So those who will listen to the entire introduction and just say, well, you know, this is bless God for those who this is for because I'm fine. Nobody's ever fine. My, dis my discernment is still growing. I've been walking in it such a long time and you just heard the story I shared. It is still growing and the reason that it grows successfully is because every time the prompt comes, don't reach out to touch that person. Don't actually engage with that person. Don't answer this comment. There is a demon behind it. Then I obey and then it grows a little more. But it says the wicked deceptions will be directed against those who are perishing. Who's perishing? First of all, those who are outside the faith, those who don't know Jesus Christ, but then even those who are inside the faith but disobedient. Those who have been listening to almost everything on this channel and it has done next to nothing in them. There are people who come here and their entire job is to try and listen and see where they can pick, pick the video apart. All they're looking for is the little loophole so they can go back to the little Facebook group and say, I found the hole. I did. 
Perishing means that the food is in front of you and you don't want to eat. Perishing actually means that sometimes you've been in Christianity for a long time and your perceptions are off. The glasses are tilted. You can't read the writing on the wall. And so you are inside the faith. Jesus does love you. He has given you the promise of eternal life. It's just that some people will be cashing in that promise very soon. And it always hurts my heart when I see these visions of mass death that will come because some people don't know when to be quiet. Some people just don't know when an answer is not required. God showed me that even in front of men with guns, American, Americans will still talk. Listen, other nations, and draw wisdom. In front of conquerors who have conquered the nation, people will still talk. People will not know self-control will open their mouths and say something and then down they will go exactly like the movies as the example in front of everyone else. Then Nikolai and Boris will look around the group and say, who wants to go where he just went? No self-control, no ability to perceive what is necessary, no ability to perceive in this time that this is not the time to be sleeping with random men because not all the random men are actually human this is not the time to be on sex apps, trolling. This is not the time to be living according to the lust of the flesh instead of the, the things that the spirit of God is lusting for because those two lusts, they fight against one another and one of them is sowing to death and corruption but the other to eternal life. These are the people who are perishing, those who cannot discern the times. And the wicked deceptions that I directed against them will be because they refused to love the truth that would have saved them. Refused to love the truth that would have saved you, protected your home, protected your children. Stay inside your homes when the sun decides not to come up anymore. Celestial, but what about our animals? Why should I answer you? The sentence didn't end with a comma. It didn't say stay inside, do not come outside your homes for any reason because death will be coming down from the sky, period, full stop. People just come, but I have horses. What about feeding them? I couldn't leave them outside. Then go outside and feed them. And as I said in one old video, you will then become the feed because that what, that's what happens to us who love not the truth that would have saved us. In this dream, I dreamt of two brothers that I knew in high school, very engaging people that were just, you know, everybody loved them. And I saw them as adults. I haven't seen these people since we left high school, but I saw them as adults and we had a great evening catching up and we were talking from one thing to another. And then in the middle of the conversation, this is a dream, I began to see the strange change in my friends. I saw that their minds were slowing down and I saw that they were faltering in their speech and they were struggling to express themselves. And one of the brothers kept shaking his head as if by shaking his head, he would shake his brain into gear and clear away these unseen cobwebs that had started to come on the two of them. And so one person first started showing these signs that their train of thought was drifting off and then they were pausing too often in the sentence and they were struggling to express themselves. And the other brother also started to show the symptoms. And I was wondering what was wrong with them. And God opened my eyes in the apartment and I saw outside the apartment. So we're in the apartment, we're just having a dinner and a catch up. 
I saw outside the apartment into the sky and what I saw approaching was that picture I showed you in the beginning. It was a huge swirling vortex. And as it was coming close to earth, I saw that the thoughts of these two men began to break off, break off from their brain and go into that vortex. So I just want you to imagine some of these, you know, some of these visuals that they have when they have a person and then the person just begins to disintegrate into dust and the pieces float away. I saw that happening to their minds. Their minds begin to break into small pieces and their thoughts and ability to speak began to float away like dust and get sucked into this vortex. And I was thinking, what is this? Because I saw that their minds were helpless against this thing. And so I spoke, I spoke and I said, Hey, do you remember the time when this happened? I brought up a memory from, from, from our youth and they snapped instantly and responded to the sound of my voice and came back to themselves for about half a minute. You know, they were laughing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then slowly they slowed down again. And then I would bring up another point of conversation and it would give them something to come to, to engage to. And every time they came back, that galaxy that was coming in went, it, it was alive. It drew back. It was a thing. It drew back like, and it cringed, but then it would lunge harder at them and more speckles from their mind would start to go even faster into that thing. And there was a lady in this in this dream, just, you know, moving around in the background, loading the dishwasher and putting away the remains of dinner. And I thought that this person was their mother and she came and she stood and she was watching this exchange. Every time they were slowing down and blinking and, and just basically coming to rest, I saw this woman smiling with so much satisfaction. But whenever I spoke and I tossed out a talking point and they came back to themselves, she frowned and she glared and she was very angry. But eventually the last of these men's minds was taken away into that circle and they were left empty. And I was heartbroken watching this process. They became just like robots, not, they were human beings. I'm not saying anything. They're human beings, but they just became shut down. And when they became shut down, they bowed their heads and the woman moved swiftly and she pushed me away. And she said, you lost their mind now. And then she took their hands. And when she took their hands, they came back to life and they looked at her expectantly as if waiting for her to now give them orders. Immediately after this happened, that thing turned its power on me. And I now felt what they must have been feeling. It felt like something probing into my head. It felt like something probing into my mind, but in my head, I saw a big black mass, like a black hole or just a galaxy without stars. That's what I saw in the center of my head. And this thing, it would contract like this and then go, it would pulse in my head. And whenever it pulsed, it completely repelled away that vortex, that thing that was probing, it repulsed it by sending out a signal and the thing would draw back. All my little thoughts that had started to also pull away from my head came back, back to my head. And then that thing would come again and start trying to pull my minds away, my meanness away. And that thing in my mind would go, it would pulse again. And then all my thoughts back and my, and my head was like this. 
And so um, this was happening and I realized because it drove it away. The vortex was not able to penetrate because of that thing in the center of my head. And I realized this is happening everywhere. People all over the world are going to suffer from this and they're going to lose their minds. They're going to become empty, vacant robot dolls that can be controlled, just like these guys. And once I realized that, I scrambled to my feet because this lady had pushed me onto my backside. I was sitting on the floor when this thing came after my mind. I got up and I ran away from that house and I left them in the fate or left them to their fate in that woman's hands. And as I ran out, a writing appeared on the screen of this dream. So, you know, um, foreign films, when they end, they like to end and then they like to write the name of the film again on top of the, the last montage. And so as I was running out the door, white writing appeared at the end of this dream and the writing said, the great reset. And then this is what the Lord said to me, the great reset is the time of the beast system a system of world domination, mind control, and loss of life. People will be affected by the highest frequencies of demonic witchcraft and satanic control that have ever been experienced. Gates have been opened and spirit beings will cover this earth that distract man from his purpose. People will be taken over completely by spirits they will lose themselves completely and be inhabited by other beings. Stay in my word, celestial. Fill yourself with my truth. Learn scripture and let it settle inside your bones. This will save you in the days to come. And so this is what the Lord is showing. This great reset period, I've already covered it in, in quite in depth in many prophecies on the blog. So you just have to go and type the great reset in the search box after every prophecy, there's the comment section in the blue section. And then under the prophecies, you will see a little box that's the search box. Just put the Great Reset in and you will see all the prophecies dealing with it. It is this final kingdom that I spoke about just a few moments ago, talking about the kingdom of iron and clay. But what this thing is bringing is the time of man's subservient to demonic cast-off creatures. They're not going to come and say, hello, we are the demonic cast-off creatures. They're going to come and say that we are your kin, we are your family, and they will be able to back it up because they have sections that look like us. They have among them beings that look like men. They look like human beings and they will be able to gain human trust. I already said this years ago, by putting the versions of themselves that we can most relate to. Do not expect Satan who is coming with powers, false signs and evil wonders to put a creature with nine necks eight eyes and 15 horns in front of us, the natural response of us to that is to scream and either pass away or to scream and flee the scene. He's going to bring in front of us what we love, beauty, perfect bodies, men that nobody can resist, women that are everybody's dream, except that they are not human. They have a humanoid form inside some of these things are I will share it in, in other videos, just inside some of them. What is inside some of them is what you never would hope to see. They can pull, if reality is made of, let's just say that reality, the air and everything is made of a substance. 
It must be, even if we cannot see it. It is made of a substance. They will pull the matter around them and create an old lady. Does anyone have a dollar? But it is not an old lady. It is your perception. That is what you see and is an old lady. What is there is, is something that has bent reality around itself to bring a form. And that form says, I am vulnerable. I am old. Help me. But inside it is some 12-foot massive lizard that is all muscle with scales that look like this. That is what is inside. And if God helps you and unbends the reality and you perceive for even one second what is inside that false form, then what is it going to be in that split second? So this is what God is saying, that the beast kingdom, it may be great reset. It's a fancy term. What is coming is this kingdom that is going to be both natural and supernatural. And what the Lord was showing me is that the minds of many people will be affected when this kingdom draws near. It is coming with a spiritual evil perfume that will greatly uh, affect this flesh box because many of us are naked as jaybirds in the spirit. We are not wearing the spiritual armor. We don't even know how to put it on. We don't know that the breastplate of righteousness cannot be punctured in someone who's not doing unrighteous things. You want to be shacking up with a man and you think that your breastplate is on? No, sir. No, ma'am. You can be filled with 800 arrows, each arrow for each hole here in your armor. The breastplate of righteousness works because it is the, the righteousness of Christ Jesus. It is not your righteousness. Our righteousness is filthy rags. It is Jesus Christ's righteousness. But this can be punctured when you are not walking and doing the acts deserving of righteousness. You're a Christian. You don't read the word. You don't have a relationship with the word. You don't love the word. Your helmet is either completely off or it's tilted or it's hanging by one strap under your chin. And so when this thing comes and begins to affect the mind, what is inside your head to pulse, to go and repel? The Lord said something to me once. It, it, it hurt me. He said, there are people watching you now who will never remember that you existed. This thing puzzled me and he didn't go too deep in it. He only told me the time is coming. Their entire minds will be wiped. They'll walk right past you in the street and they'll never know that they sat watching you for years. A time is coming that is going to cover or snuff out this other time. This is the natural world. Walmart dropping the kids off at school, trying to make it in university. An evil cap is coming. I had a dream in 2018. I was walking in the street, just walking in the street normally. And um, the tall buildings, yes, everything, normal city dream. And I began to see coming from the sky almost like funnel stacks of darkness, columns, columns of darkness, just smoke, darkness, something. And and they came and they went into people's nostrils and people changed. 
So to those who will listen to this whole video and then still try to make it something earthly, like, you know, do you think it could be the harm that went in the arm? The harm that went in the arm has certainly changed people's behavior, changed their perception. Yes, this was one of the consequences God said would happen. It would make them slow. It would give them that, that thing that that actor is suffering from, aphasia. They will forget how to speak. He showed me that they would be sitting in some dark, like a dark inner dungeon and, and the, the physical therapy person will be telling them, squeeze the ball, go ahead and squeeze the ball. And, and they would be sitting there and the, and the hand would say, I, I, I have the ball. And, and their eyes would say, I see the ball. And their mind would say, I can squeeze the ball. But these three areas, mind, eyes, hand, they will not work together and people will not be able to squeeze the ball. And the physical therapist will be there telling them and inside God showed me that they would be frustrated. I know, I know, Melanie. They'll want to say, I know how to squeeze the ball, but they will be unable. The harm that causes harm is a deadly weaponized thing, but it is different. I'm talking about spiritual things that God says will come into the world. And they're coming into the world against everybody. So the way to select yourself out of the everybody is to now walk in the wisdom that God is giving us, to return to the word, to fill ourselves with the word of God, to soak in it, to not expect YouTube videos. To, to give you the strength. I cannot share my strength here with you. It's what I have stored up for the evil day that is coming. You must now store up without panic, trusting God and saying, even if I got on this bandwagon last week, God, I am committed. Please help me while there is yet daylight. There's still daylight. These funnels were coming down and going into people's noses. This is supernatural stuff. And I was watching them enter people, just this cloud of darkness into the nose. And it came and it was probing my nose. It was probing to try and get into me, but it could not. This is, you will not be able to stop the entry. The Lord is saying, let me read. Gates have been opened in the spirit and spirit beings will cover the earth. People will be taken over completely by spirits. They will lose themselves completely and be inhabited by other beings. Why do you think that people are chopping each other up here in the United States and putting them in the freezer? Why do you think that people are picking random women off the street and taking them to their home and raping them for months in the basement until maybe this poor woman finally manages to get free? Why do you think that people are entering into apartment buildings and loitering around until somebody comes home off her 2 p.m. shift in the afternoon and then follows her into the elevator, stops the elevator and rapes her for an hour and it's on the building camera, but nobody monitors those building cameras. All she gets is that devastating trauma. What do you think is causing these news reports, these heinous news reports of of fathers shooting the whole family and shattering these nice neighborhoods. Why do you think all these murder trials are being live streamed? Why do you think the marijuana is being legalized? Do you not know from the years I've been saying it that the weed people love to defend? It's got herbal and medicinal properties. It's actually a gateway opening drug so that later they can start lacing the food with ayahuasca before they march people off to the FEMA camps. Herein are the tests of discernment. If you love the small sin, how on earth, oh man, will you ever discern and reject the larger sin when it comes? They're legalizing these drugs and mushrooms and everything else and breaking down all the controls because a society that loves drugs is the haunt 
of demons. They enter into all the willing vessels that they can find. And then the society itself becomes the home of every unclean thing, every evil bird, and the creatures of the desert will lodge there. Where do you think they will lodge since they are amorphous? They will lodge inside the willing vessels that have had the gates broken. That's why the crime isn't just going up. It's becoming more violent. It's becoming more despicable because these beings create, they, they act out what human beings cannot imagine by themselves. That is why the days of Noah were such a pain on the hearts of people. Because every despicable thing is what Satan will give vent to in the end times. The word of God shields, it protects, it is a covering. And this is what God is saying to us, that the great reset is a time that the beast is coming in for world domination, but also mind control. To get mind control to work, you need your subject not to know that the experiment is going on. So we need to be wise people, please. I'm Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. This is the prophecy called The Great Reset Vortex, December 22, 2020, where I saw coming to the earth a spiritual or a supernatural force that was causing people's minds to be taken over, causing people's minds to be shut down. And when they were now in that vulnerable state, then wicked people, this is where the witches and the warlocks are going to come in and have a field day. Because normally they have to cast the spell and they have to fight all their way through all your fasting and all your prayer and have to fight their way through whatever it is that surrounds the home. And may those things continue to stand as our defenses. But people who are living sloppy lives, Christians who are living compromised lives, carnal lives, they speak against your idols and then you want to start sending email about why is the idol being judged. The idol is being judged because tall trees must be cut down in the earth. Thus says the Lord that nothing is going to compete with him. Go and read your Bible. Go and read Isaiah 13 and also read Isaiah 2. Every tall tower, every high thing, every tall tree will be leveled. Anything that competes with the name of Jesus. Jesus never told us that he came to the earth to die on a cross and to share space with Beyonce. And if that's too much for you to, to accept, too bad for you. You can go and stand in the line of the people who are perishing because they lack wisdom. We have come to mature things, final things. God is warning us. In your home, are you prepared? Are you prepared to fight against spiritual and supernatural manifestations? You are a Christian. You, you're in a church that has never prepared you for the evil day. They've just told you, you know, the evil day, but they never told you that the evil day means that the lights will start flickering. Are you ready to tell that thing? I'm giving you five up to the count of five before I begin to fire bullets of the blood of Jesus in the spirit, in this house, five minutes I'm giving you. In fact, to the count of five. Are you at that level where when you speak like that, the angels are like, oh, it's on tonight because they know that you have the stamina. They know that you have the faith in God that as you open your mouth and begin rebuking in the power of his name, they must bow. There are people who think the name of Jesus is a wand. Please go and read what happened to the sons of Sceva. The name of Jesus must be tied into your absolute immovable faith that when you call, he will answer, even against Nephilim, even against things 
when we start to see people around us being taken over bodily by this darkness, as I shared in an old prophecy, that I saw the darkness in the heavens come down into people and they began to grow like trees. Why were they growing in that dream? They were growing in wickedness. And I saw myself the same size. In fact, I was child size. God telling me it is those who remain like children. People walking around all around me in black, black kimonos, everyone in black. I still had a white kimono on. If you don't like to hear it, too bad. They grew so tall that as I was trying to warn them, I could only reach their hands. They had grown so tall, I couldn't even talk to them face to face. I was that small. And they grew like trees and they were all looking upward. Why? Because the evil that is coming from the sky was controlling them just like this witch nearby took advantage when their grid went down. I was shaking their hands, wake up, wake up, wake up. The Nephilim are coming and everyone staring upward in expectation towards something, some evil, some darkness coming into the world. These are the Lord's words. These are the Lord's revelations. They're all in print. Every single one has a verifiable date and it's written there as long as you can understand English. It's written there for you to go and check and verify. So... I'm Celestial, and this is the Master's Voice. God bless you, and until I see you again, stay in the Word and be filled with it and soak in it, as the Lord has said in this message. Until I see you again, God bless you, and goodbye.